0: In today's episode, I'm sharing a conversation with a guy from Somalia who moved to the UK when he was a child. He's shared with me why he came to the UK, what's happened in Somalia in 1990s, and what it's like to live in a non-Muslim country as a Muslim. He talked a lot about what I didn't know, which taught me a lot within a short period of time, and that's why I'm sharing this interview today. As the interview was done near the construction site, the background noise is relatively loud but I hope you enjoy this episode. Sorry, so away from? Uh, I'm from
1: um, Somalia. Somalia. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, and how did you like, come to the UK? Okay. So yeah, I've been living in the UK for my whole life, pretty much. I, I came here when I was five years old. And the reason why I came here is because in 1990, in our country, we had a, a civil war. Mm. So it's very similar to what's happening in Syria now. In Syria now, if you, if you know the news, everyone's fleeing from their country. And and it, for example, in England now, we have many Syrians that come as refugees. Oh, okay. And so, in the, the refugees in Syria, they've come to England, mm-hmm. to other countries in Europe. A lot of them have come to neighbouring Arab countries like Saudi Arabia, uh, Lebanon, and those other countries. So you know, they, you know it's, they're fleeing their country. and the Same thing happened to us mm-hmm. Somalians in 1990. What what the problem was? We had a dictator, and his name was Siad Barre. He was a very strong dictator. You know, like he wasn't the best, but at least like the country was pretty stable. And like, you see a lot of the Middle East, for example, in. Um, Iraq, they had Saddam Hussein, they didn't like him, kicked him out, and now Iraq is worse than it was before. You know what I'm trying to say, like, even though the, the, the dictator is not good, it's still, if you remove him, what's coming next is probably going to be worse, because you have terrorist groups like ISIS, they'll come and anarchy will happen, you know, like um, same thing happened in um, Libya, they had Gaddafi, which was another big dictator, again, he wasn't perfect, he made a lot of mistakes, but the country had order, and as soon as you got rid of him, Anarchy starts, the whole country is it's basically done now. Wow. And then, so, it happened to us in 1990, we had a leader, they kicked him out, he yeah. left the country, and then all different types of factions started fighting uh-huh. for power, mm-hmm. and it just caused civil war, looting happened, okay. a lot of buildings were ransacked. And my mother, she still working in a bank, she had a very nice job, mm-hmm. we had a nice house, you know, we were, and I was like one years old, and then the house was ransacked, really? and looted, you know, Everyone was fleeing for their lives, as they said. Wow. And we went to the neighbouring country, which was Kenya. Okay. And then, um, so I'm from Kenya, I was there for a couple of days, then we came here straight to India. And you know, like, my mum, you know, and me as well, like, uh, I, would, I would love to go back and live there, but Somalia now is, like, it's, it's a very poor country, there's not a lot of jobs in Somalia. Okay. It's one of the poorest countries in Africa. Really? Yeah, so, um, again, what, 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 what's the cause of this? Civil war. Civil war is very devastating. You know what I'm trying to say? So, So, we've come here now, so the Somalis in here, most of them, I would say maybe 80% of them, they came after the 19, after the civil war. Yeah, before the civil war, Somalis were more in Somalia. So, so yeah, um, so we're pretty much here now. So yeah, so a lot of Somalis now are going back now, you know, because they're quite wealth here, they're just working, saved up a lot of money, and now they're going back to Somalia, building houses, yeah. businesses, mm-hmm. and you know, that's good for Somalia because people in the foreign countries like England, and America, they start investing back home. Oh, okay. and, it's, and then it's good for the economy back there mm. so they open up shops there and then in the shops they start recruiting people and then you know, brings money into the country so you know, try to give back as much as you can Oh wow, yeah. oh, I didn't know that yeah. Also another thing is like, you know, like me, I'm a Muslim as well mm-hmm. and then I'm a practicing Muslim as well and you know when you live in a Muslim country, it's much easier to practice your religion
0: more
1: mm. For example, Muslims we pray five times a day mm-hmm. and then when you pray, I don't know if you've been to a Muslim country before
0: uh no, um, yeah. year, But I've got a friend. Yeah, but if you go to Muslim countries, you'll
1: hear the, the adhan, which in Arabic is called adhan, but in English is called um, the, call, the call to prayer. So it's like, like we pray five times a day. Okay. So if you live in a Muslim country, you walk in the streets and you hear the call to prayer because there's mosques everywhere. I see. So they, it's like they have like a, a speaker
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the top of the mosque and then they'll call it. It's like it's like a call to prayer uh, call mm-hmm. and then everyone will hear it and then you go to the mosque and you pray a daily prayer so it's every Muslim country, like my country, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, wherever Muslim country you're in you have that call to prayer wherever you go and it's mosques everywhere so it's easy to pray okay. but when you live in a non-muslim country it's a bit more difficult mm. you know, you don't hear the call to prayer yeah, right. there are mosques which is good you can go pray mm. but you won't hear the call to prayer mm. also in, in like in a Muslim country if you want to work like not right now i'm working mm. and i need to go pray for example in a Muslim country they're Muslims, they understand. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, you do your your manager, manager, I'm going to pray for five minutes, just, you know. No problem, go pray, but in a non-Muslim country, yeah. it's like, they, they're not Muslims, so they don't really understand how important it is. So they'll just be like, oh, it's you know, right now you can't really leave the spot because, you know, all this car's coming, I'm sorry. Yeah. But what you do is just to try to make do. So for example, him, mm-hmm. I'll call him. Mm-hmm. i say, can you just cover me so I can go pray for example.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or if, I, if there's like a room that I can pray in, you know, I'll pray in the room. Mm-hmm. So you know, so obviously as a Muslim it's much easier to live in a Muslim country, you know, than it is to... Also, like, there's, you, there's less, um, like, uh, how can I put it, like, less harassment as well in a Muslim country. Like, if a woman in a Muslim country is covered up in a Muslim country, like, that's normal. In a non-Muslim country, it might be an area where people don't see that. Like, you, you know, as a woman wearing the hijab, some, like, guy might be like, what's this? Like, what are you doing here? No, you, know, you know, like, take it off. Or you know, go back to your country, you're not gonna get that right, in a Muslim yeah. country. Yeah, it happens, you happens a lot. Like some women they get their, their headscarf gets pulled off their head in this country. Wow. You hear many stories. So you, know, you won't get that back home in a Muslim country. You know? So okay. that's another thing, you know, when you leave your country and you come to a new country. Yeah. It's a bit difficult like that. But yeah, 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 you, know, yeah. you have to make do, you know, so, I am I'm, I'm grateful, this country's done a lot for me, I'm happy. Yeah. With everything they've done for me. But like obviously for me personally I'd rather live in a Muslim country because I can practice my religion more. Yeah. I'm not good for that. some people, like, uh, who's this guy, like, you know, like, he's got a beard, you look a bit dodgy, mm. back home, that's normal. Mm. Yeah. Like, um, I'm pretty sure you're Japanese, like, maybe you might enjoy England now, but I'm pretty sure, in your heart, you always love to go back to Japan,
0: you know, or some uh, people might anyway. Well, like, there are good things in Japan. Yeah. yeah. You, you
1: were born and yeah. raised there, yeah?
0: Yeah, I was born and raised there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, I feel comfortable there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like... Yeah. Um, there are some things that I love about UK.
1: Yeah, yeah, a something uh, me as well. There's yeah. things I like about
0: UK as well. But like
1: someone like me, I just prefer to go back, you know. And, mm-hmm. and, and I got my all my family back in Somalia. My grandparents. Oh, wow. Most of my parents are there. Most of my family are there. I have got like some here, but that's, the, that's another thing when you leave country, when you leave your country, you, your your family split. Yeah. It's not like you can go holiday every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like you, you go once a year, twice a year, so. I see. That's the one of the problems, you know, you know, the war, war's not good, man. No. Good thing your country, like, I know you had, like, wars back in the day. Yeah, days, back in the days. But, like, since the last 60 years, you guys have been, you have stability in Japan, you know? That's good. Well, thanks very much. No problem.
0: So that was the interview. In particular, his struggles in the workplace where some people don't understand how important praying is to the people practising Islam, Keep me significantly. I hope there will be more and more understanding towards different religions and different cultures in the world of having multiple nationalities within the country these days. So that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this episode was useful for you. Please let me know how you found this episode, anything you liked, anything you wanted to hear more, anything you felt from this interview. Also, if there are topics that you want me to do on this podcast, feel free to share with me as well. I hope you're having a great weekend and I'll see you very soon. Bye.